Good day, everyone. My name is Angel Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. Today, our guest is Graham Chi, all the way from beautiful Australia. Welcome, Graham, and great to have you in our podcast. You have done loads of work and lots of creative stuff, so I want you to give us a good rundown of what you have been doing before and what you're doing right now. Over to you, Graham. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Um, my name's Graham Chi. I'm the founder of Local Knowledge. Um, I've been as I'm a CPA in in Australia. I run an accounting practice as well, um, and our focus has been very much in the uh, public practice space. What we started looking at um, over the years is the importance of the accountant. The, the accountant has very much evolved from just being an accountant um, to now a trusted business advisor. We now look at how strategy is undertaken. We also look at advising people on structures as such. And one of the things that has evolved over time is that business has very much become required to interact digitally, not just technology, but digitally. And that was one of the reasons of why we started B-Cyber. B-Cyber is a cyber risk mitigation firm. Rather than just purely focusing on the tech side, um, and that's not to say that tech isn't important, but what we were looking at is how cybersecurity and the accountant become closer together. Now, one of the things that has started to happen in the public practice and the accounting space is the information that is now being gathered up, the interfaces and integrations that accountants and clients and regulatory bodies now require business to to interface with. So the accountant is now a a central player in um, helping helping defend against cybersecurity incidents, but it also stores a lot of information um, about suppliers. It stores a lot of information of financial risk it stores a lot of information and requires to cover up of how much sales we are dealing with, like bank reconciliations and such. So the accounting firm today and cyber risk are nearly partners in what they're trying to do. And that is part of the reason why we formed B-Cyber. Graham, what does this company B-Cyber do? B-Cyber helps business with risk mitigation, cyber risk mitigation. Um, It sits alongside your other malware uh, prevention tools. It sits alongside your technology tools. But what it actually undertakes, and this is an interesting statistic, over 90% or close on 90% of all incidents are human error. Um, in terms of a cyber incident. 10% is only through uh, a a technology issue. So what B-Cyber was, was to help businesses 
whether that was accountants, whether that was the finance department, human resources, help identify and train what to look out for. It was why it became the human firewall um, of defence, which is sometimes better than just relying on pure technology. And so many times you hear cybersecurity incidents, oh, it's a tech issue. No, it's, a, it's become a business issue. And so B, cyber is very much required to help the business go forward um, rather than looking at just lagging indicators all the time. It is a leading indicator of trying to help business. As a CFO or senior finance manager, this is something, this is, I would say, a tool that will help them, am I correct, and something that they could work with and be proactive when it comes to the company's cybersecurity. Uh, that is, that's definitely a way for um, the CFO, um, very much whether it's a finance director, a risk committee member, they, they can help identify what sort of cyber risks and not just the cyber risk, but the financial risk to the balance sheet or to the profit and loss statement. Um, they also play a very important part in identifying the risks, quantifying the risks, um, budgeting for the risks as well. So their tool set becomes a very important part of the board for management, but also it's identification of small incidences that could happen, whether that be in payroll or human resources or paying invoices, that role and toolkit of B-Cyber helps with that CFO role. It's It helps augment their role rather than being just a tool. It's actually trying to help them along their strategic way. I think this will also give content for that board discussion and also for strategic discussions related to cyber and the investment that goes in there because I think the culture of a company comes from the top and there has to be a culture of cyber awareness I mean, from top down in a company. So this is certainly a tool um, that would help the senior management. Am I correct? That is correct. Um, it, it is definitely a tool that helps with quantification of the risk. It's also looking at the quality of risk and the types of risk. Um, the, the board member today needs to be across so many different fields and disciplines of, um, of expertise. However, what is coming down to, I guess, the bottom line is how much can you afford to spend because uh, the finance is running budgets and looking at such, but they're also looking at how much risk are you prepared to take, not just keep purchasing new software because that is the latest. It may be an alternative way of looking at, at solutions, but that person that sits on the board or at management level or the C-suite level needs 
to understand the finance, but also the cyber exposure and the risk of what the crown jewels are that you are trying to protect within the business. Graham, what made you think of starting this particular uh, business? Because really this is going into that tech area, but you are very much an accountant, a member of CP Australia. So yes. what, what really triggered you to start this? What made us trigger into cybersecurity was many, like, like we didn't want to just become the accountant because yes, the tools are there, we can produce a balance sheet and cash flow, but we also need to, as accountants or finance or chief financial officers to ma help manage risk. Uh, um, our goal is, is really to play that advisory function. It's also to help train um, new staff coming through, but it's also to um, help as, a, as an expert at the board level, not only to identify these risks, but ex actually explain to other board members that may not have that skill. So, yes, we tried to look at it as, yes, we can report on accounting and tax, which is a balance sheet. Yes, we can report and help with budgets, but we needed to understand the sensitivity of um, indirect influences upon the business. Now, if we can manage that, we become a lot more value added to the business, but we also protect the assets. Graham, you mentioned that you have an accounting practice, and uh, I guess this particular tool really helps uh, with your practice because you're adding value to your clients. Am I right? That That is correct. The accountant and just not the accountant, but we also interact with um, taxation offices or uh, central revenue offices. Um, we interface with uh, regulatory bodies. So the amount of data that is stored and interfaced at an accounting practice is much more complicated um, as a data uh, depository but it is also a situation that we need to protect that data because we have an obligation to protect that data. We also have an obligation to protect our own staff, but we also have an obligation to ensure that the information that the information, but also the advice that we are giving our clients is just not accounting. It's how to maintain and build value for their business. I guess this is a tool that can be used by other practitioners across the world and provide the same kind of uh, service that you're doing to your clients in Australia because I think uh, this cyber risk is something that everybody faces globally and as accountants we have a very strong role to play here and support the business. We, we have an extremely important role to play. Um, a balance sheet is very much, or a profit statement or a cash flow statement is, 
is very much put together the same. Like we we have responsibilities as accountants to report financial results, but we also have a responsibility to help the business as well. And I think that's one of the things that there is no such thing as uh, borders in this. The accounting, the accountant that you would have operate in Australia is very much operating an accounting firm, whether anywhere in the world, we don't have a left or right hand drive accounting. Um, our accounting is very much the same. But what we do have is we have the same sort of risk issues within each country. Um, and that is the sort of thing like we have the, the, we have the same cyber risk in any country in the world, we, but one of the things we need to be able to do is to offer those sort of services that it fits in, but also provides information that it is just not data that we're collecting, it's information and knowledge that we can generate from that. And what we call is that once we get to the knowledge part, we want to look at it to say, can we generate better knowledge by rinse, recycling and repeating that process to not just store data for the sake of it, but store data to create knowledge. Thank you, Graham. I think that's a really good summary of B-Cyber. And we will certainly do another podcast and a webinar to understand more about the B-Cyber tool and how accountants, finance professionals across the world can use it and add value to the business. Thank you, Graham. All right. Thank you, Andrew. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Andrew Dialvis. Thank you.